So welcome to the Extreme Facts Podcast, a podcast about extreme facts. And this is episode eight. Nice. Which uh, is going to come out probably three or four weeks from now. Yep. Because we're recording this before episode seven has come out. Like, I'm probably going to start editing it after we do this one. And we recorded it, what, like two weeks ago? At least, yeah. Yeah, I got a text from Tamar, and he was like, uh, where are the extreme facts? So They're, uh, they're brewing right now. Yeah, it's been like a factless summer. That's true. They're- but the facts are flying because this is hardcore just happened. <laughs> There's so many facts flying. Yeah. Uh, we didn't go. We toyed around with the idea of going just for the sake of the podcast. And then we were like, why would we spend money on that? Yeah, that would have ended with like me just like jumping in front of a car. At least. Yeah. Um, Kung Fu Hoogies was there, though, hmm. which would have maybe made it worth it. I mean, they're outside, though. True. You don't have to buy a ticket to walk, what, 200 yards? Yeah, true. Um, so what's today's extreme fact? Today's extreme fact is just overall, this is hardcore, was a lot funnier than I was expecting it to be. Okay, I feel like there's a specific thing that you wanted to address though well there's two though okay i don't know which one to lead with i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna trust you to just lead with whatever your heart feels okay i feel like i feel like the the um the one that made tumblr people mad is probably the one to lead with because it's not as funny even though it is still kind of funny. that's actually what i was gonna lead with. okay cool so was this from stage yeah Okay, so the Gorilla Biscuits played, which is goofy and awkward enough, but apparently, like, they went on some weird All Lives Matter rant. And then apparently the next day, a bunch of Gorilla Biscuits apologists were in um, Grindcore House, like, trying to justify it, which is really funny. I wish I could have been there for that. Yeah, I didn't hear about this part. Yeah, apparently they were like, well, <laughs> so could be some interesting times ahead. Especially Grindcore House where they have a t-shirt that is a ripoff of the Gorilla Biscuits shirt. Yeah, I mean. Like that blue one that like is their Bane hooded sweatshirt or zip up sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah. But um, there wasn't as much fallout from that as I thought there would be. Well, I think it's honestly, I think. Like, uh, Chokehold, I think, I forget if it was they played This Is Hardcore last year or they just played in Philly right around the same time. And apparently they said, like, basically the same thing, if I'm remembering right. It was either that or it was, like, something, like, really sketchy about trans people. And I think everyone was, like, freaking out and then realized, like, oh, they're, like, in their mid-40s. Like, of course they said, like, weird dad things they are weird dads. Yeah, exactly. Um, weird dads are going to say weird dad things. Dads is going to dad. <laughs> That's um, what they do. Uh, yeah, like, don't be surprised if you see them on your block wearing cargo shorts soon. 
Wait, Gorilla Biscuits? Yeah. Well, you're not going to see them, them at their block, like on your block at all. Like they're in the suburbs now. Yeah, true. Like they all have legit jobs. They're just like, except for probably uh, like one or two of them just being like, like, I work in an office now. Yeah. Uh, like I'm not, I don't really care about this. I'm doing this because Joe Hardcore is like going to give me like five or $600 for like <laughs> 30 seconds of work yeah um i i don't know a lot about gorilla biscuits but i know enough to know that i don't really care about them yeah i've heard the song start today a couple times and that's really as deep as i want to go with that yeah um so that happened let's go to the other one (laughs) do we ever figure out which band this was no i I didn't get anything past that. I just saw it in uh, on on various places and on Facebook. It, the overnight drive friend zone. Let's just let's just say it. <laughs> I saw it somewhere else too, and it said the name of the band, but I don't remember what it was, and I don't feel like looking for it. So I'm gonna yeah. say it was also Gorilla Biscuits. <laughs> Appropriate, given the content, which yeah. was somebody called the Circle Pit for Harambe. <laughs> And then apparently the band after was chilling at the merch table and this one guy said, oh yeah, I live in Cincinnati and the guy in the band just looked at him and, and was beaming and he was like, you were at ground zero. (laughs) That's the thing that allegedly happened. But a circle pit for Harambe, is anyone surprised? Because I know I'm not. I'm a little surprised just because I honestly forgot that people were still caring about that? I didn't forget because I follow enough people in the hardcore community on Twitter and they are still still talking about Harambe. I don't know if it's supposed to be funny because it seems like some people are funny about it and then they're looking at it through a humorous whatever, satire, whatever you want to call it. And then there's people who catch feelings about the fact that other people are making Harambe jokes and then it's just confusing. But what are you trying to do? Like, are you trying to bring Harambe back to life? I think so. Because that's not how it works, to the best of my knowledge. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess they don't want his death to be in vain. I guess like I don't understand I still like I don't understand what that would accomplish it's really sad that he died yeah like that's not great but like are you trying to like get normal people on your side like they're not going to yeah I feel like the longer you talk about it the less likely people are to really care about animal liberation yeah like if they don't care when it happened like they're not going to care six months down the road yeah they're gonna care like you're gonna turn them off to the whole idea of caring yeah that's always how it works yeah so um I wish we had like a extreme facts correspondent who could have been live in the field for the Harambe circle pit. Oh my God. (laughs) He could have been that dude that always stands in the middle of the circle pit. And like, is like texting 
And it's like, oh, why are these people like hitting me in the face? And like, well, I always feel like it's like some 13 year old. <laughs> At least all the times I go, it's like, like one or two 13 year olds. I think they're super cool. And then someone will just like, like run through the circle pit and just knock them out. Yeah. That might've also been cause I went to like shows that were for teenagers a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, the last show I went to like that, I was seeing my brother's band play in this. I don't even know. They're like a, a new, new metal band. Like a windbreaker core band, right? Yeah. They played after him and, uh, it was like at this really small venue with really low ceilings and there were a bunch of kids just like beating the crap out of each other. And then like you look off to the side, there's like a mom and a dad just sitting on the couch wondering what's happening. Wait, was this like a venue that also had other stuff going on or was this just like... It was just the show, but it was weird because I think the parents went to see my brother's band, which is like a slightly harder explosions in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) And then like inexplicably this windbreaker core band played after them. And I think everyone was confused. I mean, especially because like all, it was like a weird mix because my brother's band was all church kids. Oh, and then like the rest of these were just like, whatever you want to call them. I wish this reference would still be current, but like kids in like the like Born of Osiris shirts with like giant print that would just curse like with like just obscenities on it. Yeah, but like I don't know if any bands are like that like dumb anymore. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, I guess not because Amira isn't touring, so <laughs> or I don't think they are. Yeah, so uh, that happened. I mean, it, it was a fun show. I was like, besides the mom and dad, I was like the oldest person there and I felt real weird about it. Yeah. That's, that's why I don't think I can go to shows anymore. Yeah. It was really sad. And then like adding insult to injury, one of my brother's friends was like, Oh my God, you were in a band. I went and saw you like 10 years ago. Oh my God. I, I was like nine and I was like, Ooh, I have a related story to that. Um, I think one of the last shows at Daybreak played at uh, actually at uh, one of Brad's monthly shows. May they rest in peace. Did we talk about that last time? Yeah, that okay. was last week or two weeks, like forever, three ago. months ago, and, and some change. Um, but one time at Daybreak played like a just like a weird show where we're just like all right, whatever. Like I think we practiced like twice, maybe, and we all show up. And like we're we you know we like I don't actually I don't think we load our stuff in because that's like a weird thing you don't like right before, until right before you play, but somebody came up to our vocalist Johnny and said something oh dude I like not like realizing we were playing was like dude I used to listen to At Daybreak all the time man what happened with you guys oh man <laughs> like uh, we're playing tonight oh oh really and then he just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> it was Brad himself. No, uh, I don't think we saw Brad that night. Because they killed him. The neighbors killed Brad. Yeah. They, was they, that before or after that show at the BFW? Um, well, that show was at the BFW. Oh. But, the um, show we talked about last podcast. That was after, I believe. So maybe the neighbors did kill Brad. 
Yeah, I think that was because we played one more after that show. Mm. That was. I remember that show just being like. Why didn't I go to that show? You probably had something going on, and it was a terrible show too. <laughs> like it was one All of those more sh- reason for me to go. Well, it was one of those shows where like we started off like the first song, just like really trying to like trying to make it happen, and then about halfway through the first song, we all, or at least I did, kind of realized like this is not going well, and then just kind of like 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 tried to force it even harder and it just it wasn't happening Mm -hmm. like we were just like not playing well because we played together maybe two or three times in the last six months john kept stepping on your pedal board oh my god he just kept hitting my tuner like so many times that reminds me of the show we played with this band who like the one guy, like the one guy who really shouldn't be is kind of successful now in music. And like, he really shouldn't be because the entire first song he was playing like a step and a half down (laughs) and he didn't realize it. And he just kept playing and it sounded so bad. And it was a band that like, I pretty much wrote their songs for them because they were too lazy and I was singing but it was like some weird collaboration. So of course they like, I wasn't really part of the band and like I kept on pitch the whole time, despite this guy. (laughs) But how do you do that? How are you that out of tune and not realize it? And like, if you do realize it, then why are you still playing? Um, I've played with bands who've been like way worse than that. Like we're like, I'm trying. I think that was one show we played where their guitar player like broke a string and just continued to play, not like avoided that string, like just didn't realize it until like two or three songs later. Also, this guy was like thirty. Yeah, so these kids like were a grown sixteen. Man. He should know what, what to do. I think he just is not very musically talented and didn't realize. I don't doubt that. I think most bands that are playing local shows are not very musically talented. Yeah, it was oh, it was at one of my favorite venues that is no more, the Auction House. Oh, uh, true. Except I, there was one time I was like checking the mic and Elliot was like, do you think you can fit the mic in your mouth? And I was like, maybe. So I tried and then the sound guy goes, whoa, way to deep throat that thing, girl. And I was like, <laughs> we're We're canceling the show. See yeah. you guys. <laughs> I forgot people were looking. He was like 60 years old and had a walrus mustache. Oh, God. And like long hair. And was like wearing a bandana. Wait, did he have long hair with like bald top? Yes. My favorite kind of haircut. (laughs) He was very Audubon man. Oh, God. For those who don't know, Audubon is a town in South Jersey surrounded by like really rich towns. And it's like... A working class place, and there's a lot of seedy people there. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah. But uh, that actually reminds... A lot of Trump voters, probably. Ooh. That, uh, that actually reminds me of another... Speaking of Trump voters, I feel like there's a lot of future Trump voters at this show. When we played it uh, at that like church like youth groups thing. Which with, thing? With Operator. 
I really don't remember that. You were there. Well, you were outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So At we, Easton? Yeah. We played at this this church, and like it was like a stent. Did you have enough songs for a full set? No. We, we split a set with, uh, with uh, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, circuit Breaker. I almost said Strike the Match. <laughs> strike the Match Voice Choir. We, uh, yeah, we just used their equipment and played like the three songs we had. I didn't even know you had three. We had... The, I thought it was like two and maybe one unfinished one. Yeah. That was exactly what we did. We played the... <laughs> Wait, did someone... Were, did Rob Blair sit on the yes. end for this one? Okay. Yes. He also had... He brought like some large piece of fruit too. I remember when we saw you guys play at Seneca. It was like me and my dad. And you guys were playing and he was like, what going on <laughs> so this that's this was also th- that was a high school talent show we played um at my high school it was like you guys played and then like you got done and some girl like did gymnastics or something afterwards yeah and right before us um some girl i forget if she was singing or just doing like a weird dance to an evanescent song yes. and like messed up and just cried and walked off stage and then they brought her back out Yes. Um, I can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah. So then we play, and we were a band that was not for that type of audience. Like, we weren't for any audience Yeah, at I was going to say, you're not for, like, any audience. Maybe, like, one person. I, don't, I can't even think of what person you would be. Yeah, there was literally, like, it was for the three of us. And It'd be, like, the kind of person who wants to pretend that they like you, so everyone will think that they're really cool and avant-garde. Yeah, it was... Actually, I don't even think our drummer liked our music, which, when we, like, kind of stopped practicing, I think he was kind of relieved, because it was, like, nonsense, and he had no idea what he was doing. But, like, um, so we play, and it's just three of us, and we're an instrumental band, and so we start playing. Also, somehow my guitar was out of tune. No one would notice, um, yeah. given the content. I didn't really realize it until like two-thirds of the way through the song when I actually used that string. Mm-hmm. But we we did have an ace in the hole. We had this dude, Rob, who... He's a Quaker. A Quaker... Um, I feel I, like you got to tell some Rob stories okay. after this. So Rob Blair. Like the credit, not credit card, the report card on his shirt. Um, yeah. So this was my first real exposure to this kid. He printed out his grades because we had a thing where you could like go online and like check what your grades are. And this kid's grades, his highest one was a 53 in gym. He had it's probably better than I did in gym. He had a 17 in like some, I think it was geometry. Um, and he was just sitting on stage while we played like just kind of not like, like off of the stage, like just kind of along the line with the rest of us. Mm -hmm. And apparently like a bunch of people thought he was our singer. And he was just chilling. Yeah. He just sat there, had his like legs folded. was like drinking a, a bottle of water. Nice. So anyway, getting back to the first story, we were playing at this church and we're sound checking and first off he like like we check drums first okay whatever check guitar and i don't it was like okay cool i don't care and then 
He's like, all right, bass, and Adam plays. And during this point, Adam was playing through two different distortion pedals, both like just completely cranked. So it sounded like the amp was like two thirds the way through a complete meltdown. Mm-hmm. And he like the sound guy's like, uh, sounds sounds kind of weird. And Adam just from the like from where he was standing just yells back, "It's supposed to sound like that." Okay. The sound guy's like comes back like, "Okay, um, vocals." We don't have any. <laughs> Keep in mind, there's two mics like just standing right in front of where we were, so we just chose to not like speak into them at like a normal volume. We just like stepped around them and both yelled. Uh, whenever I would try to communicate something to the sound guy, I would always yell and not use the mic because for some reason I felt like to use the mic would be really pretentious. <laughs> but it's probably the opposite. Yeah, I feel like it would like make their lives a lot easier i'd be like more sound in the monitor please and they'd be like what and i'd be like and then i just like point to the monitor and everyone's like you know you can just talk into the mic right no you can't (laughs) you're not on stage right now you don't understand this yeah yeah that must be nice to be able to ask for stuff in your monitors and get them yeah first of all because i'm a girl well, we played, like, every time we played at Hangar 84, I wouldn't be able to hear one of our two guitar players in the band. Like, mm-hmm. best case. Yeah. I could, like, pretty much never hear my keys in the mix, no matter, like, what, how loud they were. So I'd always, like, try to look down at them just to make sure I was playing the right thing. <laughs> and, like, all of the videos that were that we have, it just looks like I'm really, really shy. <laughs> Because I'm looking at my hands the entire time. I feel like that could be worse. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely like, like a daybreak shows where like I would have like stuff not work and just not notice. Like, a, I think at least two different occasions, I like broke the input jack on my bass amp and didn't notice it until a solid like half of a song later. Including one time when we played at the skate park in the Morristown Mall. Ooh, that place. May it rest in peace. Was it still Vans at this point or was it the other one? I think it was Black Diamond. But it was all of the ramps from when it was Vans. They had just like hadn't done anything to like maintain them. So they were just like chipping out everywhere. And it was so bad that they're like, I like almost took off my shoes and then like kind of like touch the f- the floor or whatever i'm like no I'm not doing that <laughs> like i will might get, get tetanus like yeah easy i'm gonna end up with like a four foot splinter sticking out of my foot i kind of miss that mall yeah it was it was awesome when you were like 12 it was like a small mall that you could see from the side like one side to the other pretty much but it had more fountains in it than any other mall i've ever seen yeah like a bizarre amount yeah i think they got rid of the one in the main food court though because i walked in there and i was very upset because i remember as a kid uh we'd go and get either salad works or mcdonald's (laughs) whoa mcdonald's if we were with my dad (laughs) Salad works if we were with my mom. Nice. Or both. Um, And 
I would always want to sit by the fountain and they'd be like, no. Because <laughs> they said it was too loud, but I think it was really because they didn't want me to like try to jump in. Yeah, that I'm sure that fountain was disgusting. Yeah. Also, the other fountain, uh, me and uh, Elliot threw, I think it was just, oh, it was uh, like an Annie Ann's pretzel. Just in the bag, just like tossed it into the fountain and ran. It might, actually, it might have been Taco Bell. I can't really remember which. Yeah. Because we'd gotten food and then went to see a, uh, my friend Ryan, who's working at Annie Ann's, who gave us a bunch of uh, free pretzels. I've never had an Annie Ann's pretzel. They're... I can't describe them. They're really good, but they're also disgusting. I was talking to Danielle today, and I realized there's a lot of like normal people things that I've never done. Like I've never been to a water park before. That's a probably a sign your parents love you. I feel like it's oh that I didn't go. Yeah. Oh yeah, those places are like petri dishes. The Six Flags one, while really fun. Is like one of those places. Like in retrospect, you're like, that is disgusting. Like some kid just got like decapitated at the big one in Kansas. That doesn't surprise me. But well, also- yeah, because apparently water parks don't have to like pass federal inspections. It's all like state, and this one hadn't been inspected since like 2012, and the one that he got decapitated on was built in like 2014. Yeah, that seems sketchy. So I feel like there's absolutely no reason to go to a water park. Plus, like I feel like. Like, how could you not just constantly be getting wedgies? Um, at Six Flags, they have one water slide that's, I think, 10 stories high. That was just, like, a giant wedgie machine. I would maybe do the one in Dubai. <laughs> have you seen that one? Oh, my God. Yeah. The one that they closed down and had a bunch of skateboarders, or skateboarders just, like, ride down. The one that's, like, basically at a 90-degree angle? Okay, no, not that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you'd possibly stay on a You would die. Yeah. It's at, like, a 90-degree angle, and it's super high, and then you go through this, like, tunnel thing, and there's sharks, I think, probably. There's probably sharks and, like, gold flakes because it's Dubai. Wait, sharks in the water that you're in? No, it's like you you go through a tunnel and then there's like sharks above you. Okay, so I was about to say that seems like a terrible idea. But you're probably going too fast to really see them, and they also might be fake, or they're made of gold because it's Dubai. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like the uh, the uh, oh no, that was uh, those weren't fake. So I was about to say the uh, the sharks in Austin Powers, but then they weren't sharks. They were sharks with freaking laser beams on their They were sea bass, but they were ill-tempered. Oh, no. I'm thinking about Goldmember. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the sharks? No, they weren't sharks. They were totally sharks. When he's like, look at what Scotty got me. Scotty evil. And they were like, he like pressed this button and the floor opened and it was, remember freaking sharks with freaking laser beams on their heads? Yeah, I'm 90% sure that they were sea bass. Why would they be sea bass? Because it's way funnier. It was definitely sharks. All right, we're going to have to Google this after we're done. I'm going to Google it right now. But you have to talk while I'm Googling it so we won't I'm have Googling dead it too. air. Well, do you not trust me? No. Yeah, so that's... 
Because I've watched that movie like a lot of times, and I'm pretty sure it's Seabass. You're wrong. Unless it's like they do in all the Austin Powers movies of just using the same the jokes. Same joke, yeah. Uh, it's definitely sharks, bruh. Look at that. I don't know if that's accurate. Oh my god! How, look at this photographic evidence. Let me see. That is a shark. I know. And well, don't tell me that it's photoshopped. Oh my god! Oh yes, I am thinking of a different movie. What movie do they have sea bass with lasers on their heads? It's one of them. I am positive. Who knows? Um, I think this is one of the greatest films of our time. Okay. Um, Okay, yeah, I'm thinking of the first movie that they're sea bass. Okay. So we were both right. Yes. But it did say gold member, so. Yeah, but like after, so it doesn't count. Um, and it was apparently supposed to be sharks, and they were sea bass. But I still think you're wrong. Yeah, see? I need to read through all of this. Um, and I don't want to do that on the podcast. Yeah, an but exceptional sure amount of dead air. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> anything else out of this is hardcore? Um, they should have this is parkour. I don't think there's enough people that would go to that. I think enough, maybe like a few years ago. Even then, I feel like it was like still extremely fringy. Yeah. I was trying to explain Purple Door to Danielle today, and she's just not getting it. I was like, it's like Coachella, except it's Christian, and it's hardcore. And yes, Christian hardcore is a thing. Well, Christian hardcore is like, at least was when I was like, younger like like a giant subset of actual hardcore i feel like it's not a thing anymore i don't think so because all it's those like demon hunter maybe oh god there's and, and red is red wait how is demon hunter still a band they were like they were old men in like 2008 <laughs> i have no idea i heard someone talk about them the other day and i just just chuckled quietly to myself. Although I do think, I think there was a point where all of those like the, like LA, like, like thrash Christian bands, like living sacrifice and stuff all go back together. And like Zayo, I don't know, started touring again. They were at, this is hardcore. Oh my God. But like the best part about purple door was that, um, like in between sets because there obviously wasn't like enough bands to fill like two and a half days of shows so in between like in the middle of the day they would have really weird stuff happening and i remember there was this one band and it was just a guy and a girl and the guy was playing a harp and the girl was dressed like a middle ages princess and she was sitting on the ground at a toy piano and singing opera this was what, like 2007? 
2008, maybe? Yeah, this Because I'm pretty sure Purple Door only lasted for like two or three years. Yeah. Well, I feel like that was exactly the time that that stuff would be like all those like, like, like Christian, like hardcore kids, like would really, really, really want people to know how like eclectic their interests were. And they would be like way into that. Yeah. Like, but not actually able to listen to it. It was like definitely unlistenable. My dad was like, because my dad brought me and my brother and my cousin. Oh, <laughs> Dad of the year award. Absolutely. But he was like, do you guys want to go to Target? <laughs> and so we went to Target instead of watching that. What an incredible dad thing to say. <laughs> he, we went to Target because like he didn't want to pay for Purple Door food. So we like went and we just like, this is such a dad thing. But he like, instead of making sure we were well hydrated and drinking water, he was like, Oh, like we'll get cups from the dollar section in Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, so God. that's what we did. It was like the best weekend of my life. That's such a church thing to do. Like a church like trip thing. Like, oh yeah, let's just drink a bunch of Mountain Dew. It'll totally compensate for not drinking water. <laughs> There's water in it. Like ostensibly, maybe a little <laughs> bit. I survived. I survived the pit at O Sleeper with a fractured arm. Oh my god! I forgot about <laughs> O Sleeper. Like a band I played at least two shows with in the span of like two weeks. Is the Kings of Divide? No, uh, with that Daybreak. Really? We played a show with them at uh, um, at Hangar Eighty Four, and then we played one like two weeks later at uh, in Allentown. I mean, hate me all you want for saying this, but like I think there's a lot of bands from that era or albums from that era or just songs from the era because I don't think like their entire like one album really stood the test of time. But like some of those songs like aged pretty well given what the time was. Yeah, I mean, there's some of them, but like. Like, I, having played Scream the Prayer one year, very little of it, li- <laughs> like, it lives on. True. True. But as far as Christian hardcore goes... Um, I mean, every Sleeping Giant song has aged, like, aggressively badly. Yeah. I don't even, like... I don't think I could name, like, one Red song... But I think it'd be really interesting to listen to right now and just be transported back to 2007. They're still, or at least I think they're still pretty big. Really? Like they play creation. Oof, like the fringe stage? No, like main stage. People let that happen? Yeah. Well, because really, really corny people, like, I guess creation like wants to pretend that like they have like cool rock bands so they have like them and skillet play every year now despite the fact that they're both like both those bands are probably made of like members in like their 50s yeah like i wonder if the guy in skillet is like still wearing eyeliner yeah he's wearing more now (laughs) because now like his like he has like really really heavy like crow's feet and stuff (laughs) <laughs> and he's like his hair is going gray so he like a couple years like dyed it and it looked like he did that like dyeing it platinum blonde thing yeah and i remember he, that he just looks like like he looks like a professional wrestler but like not a good one just like a 
like a professional wrestler who just kind of like hangs out there and like loses a lot. I'm too fancy for all this. So for the longest time, I thought Skillet was supposed to be Skillet. <laughs> oh my god! How white are you? Shut up. The one girl in this in Skillet has cheekbones that could cut you. Let me see. Like, she was contouring before it was a thing. Yeah, they look... Like, I assume that picture was pretty old. Because they don't look as terrible as they do now. Or at least they did at creation. When I saw them every year and, like, they had, like, fireworks or something they'd shoot off. And every single, like, like mouth breather there just, like, ate that up. If you want to, uh... Man... This is, like, really taking me there. If you want to see the bleakest thing, just Google the Skillet Invincible album cover. Let me see this. It is maybe one of the most depressing. Depressing isn't even a good enough word for it. It is. It's bleak. It's very bleak. I need to look at it. Oh my god! I'm okay. So I don't know what year this came out. I'm about to look at it. That I had that I'm album gonna, when I was a kid. I'm gonna guess 1998, given how they look. Oh, 2000. I feel like 2000 is like way too late for this to actually be a thing. Is he wearing a bulletproof vest? I it would make sense because the album is called Invincible. It's like a pleather. Yeah, it's like, like latex, a, like a patent leather bulletproof vest. And then oh, did he borrow it from Rick to lay? They look like they all look. Look at the guy in the back with like the perfectly triangular soul patch. But like even then, he's receding so much. Yeah, but like, he still spiked his hair somehow. Like they look like someone who'd go to Comic Con in two thousand. Yeah, like they like they. Oh my god, it's so bad. What's the chick's name from Scott Pilgrim versus the World or whatever? I, I don't know. I never saw that. Moon movie. of Flowers. He's totally got some of that hair going on. The one guy's wearing that necklace with like the really thick like ball things. You know which ones I'm talking I about? I had one of those. Of course you had one of those. Did you wear it with your Incubus shirt, you weirdo? Uh, probably. Oh my god! That was my uh, dressing up necklace. <laughs> did you have a wallet chain? Um, I did later in life, oh, but my I god. I only wore it once because even I was like, "This is too corny for me." A skillet was born in or er, formed in Memphis, Tennessee, in 1996. Oh my god! They've been going strong for 20 years. Strong is like a very, very heavy word in this situation. <laughs> They're playing in New Jersey in oh, October 12th. Stroudsburg, PA. October 14th. Yeah, they would play Stroudsburg. Wow. I bet my uh, my cousin Josh is going. They're playing a state fair in Illinois. That's amazing. <laughs> Shippensburg, PA. Uprise Festival. Oh, are they trying to like get in on Creation Fest's uh, well, demographic? There's, there's like a million like low tier festivals now, like that. Oh. Like they just all like took over like Purple Door stuff. 
I wish Purple Door was still a thing. I really do. I have. I saw Seabird there, who like I still think are pretty good. I think I saw Seabird at Creation, and I remember just being like, "This is really, really boring." Yeah, you would think that. But yeah, that was also like I think that year was like peak like hardcore Brendan. Like I think that was like Arizona era. Oh yeah. And I was just like Rat Tail Brendan. Yes. Just trying to uh mustache Brendan. Yes. Yeah. Uh I wore I think I wore the same pair of cutoffs every day. I had a dope uh one pair of toms that had like my toes popping out. It was a good good look for me i remember alex and gianna were over my house during that creation because i was like you know what i'm not going i'm too old for this and uh we saw those pictures of you on facebook and i was laughing at you so hard and my mom yelled at me she was like why are you looking at pictures of brendan um because we were broken up at this point <laughs> and like instant karma came to get me because for some reason i was sitting on a watermelon and it cracked why would you be sitting on a watermelon? I don't know. It's like I was sitting on a watermelon that was on a chair, too. So I could have just taken the watermelon off and sat on the chair. Yeah, that's probably what you should have done. <laughs> I can't go back and change it. This is who I am. Um, this isn't a phase, Mom. <laughs> Have we ever talked about creation before on this podcast? Uh, I feel like our listeners, um, aside from like the obvious, like Tamar probably have no idea like what creation is. I feel like we have talked about it in the past, but let's, uh, let's try to figure out what this is. Okay. So creation fest is like, Christian Coachella, but a million times more corny. Just to, like, describe how corny it is, um, I one time saw a guitar string necklace that had a guitar pick on it, and on the pick it said pick, and then the letter G, and then sus, as in the chord G suspended. I feel like we've talked about the pick Jesus yeah. thing on here. But um, there was also this like um, pro-life table where they would <laughs> give you these little plastic fetuses. <laughs> um, actually, one year, I think it was like 2007, because it was when I started going to Baptist. Me and Phil, like swiped a bunch of them and would just leave them around the school. <laughs> this was the first place I ever saw free hugs t-shirts. Oh the, my God. The free hugs people. And my mom was always like, do not hug them. Yeah. It, I'm sure it started as like, a, like an innocuous thing, but it really, really quickly got like picked up by like dudes who just want to rub their boner on girls. Total creeps. Yeah. Like, real real like uh there was a very dark side of creation though which is funny because i was never like around like i never saw that part like people like having sex in tents it was like caligula i can't imagine doing that though because like everyone's like stacked like it's just 
like tent on top of it's tent. like tent cities yeah it's it's pretty homelessy yeah, for like a group of like very very white people. Yeah, and it's just so dusty. I feel like you would get like dust in all your nether regions. Yep. Yeah, I can't imagine. See, we doing were both that. spoiled and did creation in RVs. My last year, I did it in a tent. Yeah. Was it intense? No, it was awful. I actually, it was so cold that like I didn't have a sleeping bag or I did and it wasn't warm enough. Oh, that's the thing. Like it would be so hot during the day and then at night it'd be like zero degrees. Yeah. And this year it was like exceptionally cold. Like I was just like, like exhausted the entire week because I just couldn't sleep at night. Mm. Like there was like a window for like from about like six until about nine that I could actually sleep. Cause it was like warm enough that I hadn't gotten like, like absurdly hot yet. Yeah. And then, um, there's really nothing to do there. Like none of the bands are that good. Uh, other than like going and buying like really corny t-shirts that say things like modest is hottest. Um, there's, there's, all, there's really nothing to do unless you're going to be like one of those people that just like has sex in the tent all day. So we would, um, volunteer to help with the hot dog cart backstage. Mainly because you would like, that would just like, you'd get like free admission after that. Yeah. Um, also we knew some people. Yeah. We knew some people. Um, but that was like, you just smell like hot dogs for weeks afterwards. And then like, you'd really see the grossest parts of people. Like I remember this one guy had like 50 hot dogs. Yeah. I was actually about to say, you see like just gross people just eating hot dogs like constantly. And like, cause I already think hot dogs are gross and always have. Yeah. These dudes used it like a badge of honor. Yeah. They'd be like, I can eat more hot dogs than you. Like, like, thanks, dude. Like, that's good. Like, I'd really rather live longer than you. Like, that's fine. Yeah. And I would be bad and just eat the buns while Ugh. I was working. Wait, you didn't eat the whole hot... Like, I ate hot dogs while I was working all the time. No, I was a vegetarian. Oh, true. I forgot about that. So I would just eat the buns. <laughs> Sometimes I'd put the sauerkraut on them. Ugh, that stuff was like even worse than the hot dogs. But when you're like there and you're sweating all day, you, you get really hungry. I guess that's true, yeah. So, there's that. <laughs> this is Christianity. <laughs> you're also like leaving a couple of really important things out. Okay. Um, for example, the airbrushed uh, like Christian themed t-shirts. Yes. The Christian parody t-shirts. I kind of got into that, but do, do tell, uh, Reese's, um, font that said Jesus. There was one that said something about, it was like Gatorade, but like probably like Jesus also. <laughs> Gatorade. Yeah. Something like that. And then my favorite, and this guy was there every single year I ever went. And I never saw him sell a single uh, print. Was a guy who did like, vi- like weirdly like goofy looking religious themed art. Like he ha- was selling prints of like like some dude like shooting heroin, and, like Jesus, like trying to like rip the belt around his arm off. <laughs> yeah, like not like not like Jesus on a cross, like type of thing just like real like and there was like no nothing in the background like just on a white background who would hang 
that in their house. If anyone, I might. I if, might, honestly. If I you might. know somebody who has that, like, just, like, let us know because I really want to, like, talk to this person. <laughs> I remember there was this one and it was, like, 9-11. I'm intrigued. <laughs> and, like... It was the firefighters hoisting up the flag, but Jesus was also there. <laughs> <laughs> and I also remember lots of stained glass. Like, why would you... Like, that's the worst place to buy stained glass. Like, buying stained glass and then putting it in your tent, it's definitely going to break. Yeah, like packing it up in your car, like setting a grill on top of it. Yeah. What a weird place. I, I kind of want to go. I have literally no desire to go unless I am like... If someone buys me an RV and gets me a ticket and fills the RV with lots of delicious vegan food, I would go. I would never go. See, this would... I'd have to break edge for this and I don't want to, but I would pay someone to go and just be drunk the whole time. Yeah, I was about to say that's the only way I would go (laughs) is if I just had like... A f- like a fridge stocked with four loco, <laughs> but like OG four loco. Can we talk about thistle? Oh my god, I I forgot about that dude. Wait, I'm gonna look up these words and read them. Okay, so th- while she's doing that, this dude was a rapper that played at Creation one time, at least that I was there for, and became like the biggest inside joke even among people who like i wasn't even there yeah this dude like was so bad like he was doing that like a really really intense thing but his music was so embarrassingly bad that it was just like instant making fun of music okay the song is called i hate you and then in parenthesis it says crack verse one thistle I hate you. I hate you. You took away so much and I can never get it back. That's why I made a vow that I would never take you back. Yeah, I was doing good, but I was hurting people. I thought you were so pure, but you were pure evil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when I was hungry, you hooked me up with some meals. When it was time to pay the rent, yeah, you helped me pay the bills. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I was doing good off the people that I killed. I hate the day I met you. I'm just being real. I hate the fact I helped you make a slave of my mommy. But that's because <laughs> you told me that I needed money. You this played dude me is like so bad fool. at rhyming. This yeah, is amazing. You me like a dummy. <laughs> but if I see you dying, you can't get no water from me. Yeah, you brought that money but with it came the pain yeah you made it sunny but then it brought the rain i came to set him free man i'm walking through making slaves and i don't care how many rappers sing you praise i hate you crack i hate you cocaine i hate you oh wait here's one of the best lines these rappers talk about the money, they talk about the fame, but they don't talk about the pain that comes from selling cane. Okay, so... Can I get that tattooed on me? Yeah, so is there anything else good or... How could you take this little girl and crush her whole dreams? Take a strong woman and turn her to a fiend. 
I seen it with my own two. You almost crushed my whole team. That's why I thank the Lord. He ain't let you crush me. How could you take a young boy and strip him from his mother? And then this line, I, this is like such a weird out of left field that they have no annotation on genius. It's been about 10 years since I seen my little cousin. They took <laughs> precious from the womb. I never seen my little cousin. That's why I hate you dearly. What you done to my cousins and speaking on my cousins, they really miss their mother. I love my little cousins. Did he rhyme cousins with cousins? Yeah. They he, really he's miss proved their he's brothers. not very good at this. This is, it's so good. So, uh, and you can give us cars and you can give us houses and you can give us pleasure. Make it rain by the thousands. And even by the millions, you can give us islands. This is put us so on the tour bad. selling multi-platinum albums. But your reign is short. Go on, enjoy your hour, because you are just a flower, and God, He holds the power. That is terrible. That's why we all should hate you. Okay, so this. Oh wait, wait, wait! It comes with guilt at the end, and if we don't repent, oh God, turn stop. from you and serve the Lord. For every gram we sell, we gonna be judged by the Lord. That's why we should all hate you. And then back to the hook. That's so bad. So me and like everyone that I was with, like somehow most of us ended up seeing that, and it just turned into like out of nowhere, like we were just like cocaine. I hate you. And then just, like, that was it. <laughs> I remember you texted me about it, and we weren't even, like, friends at that point. And I downloaded the song on iTunes because it was just so tragic. <laughs> I still have it. Sometimes it comes on shuffle when I'm in the car, and I just laugh. That's so sad. Also, this man is apparently still touring. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, especially because, like, at creation, like, it's, like, rap does not do well, like, amongst, like, people that white. Which is why we laugh about it. Erica just showed me a picture of him. He looks like... He's sitting on a throne. He looks like if Rick Ross, like, got, like, like, inflated like a balloon. Yeah, he's got a very weird body. He just kind of looks like a well, like a beanbag chair. Yeah, well, yeah, he looks like so He looks like Mr. Lunt from Veggie Tales. He's like that shape. Let me see this picture. Yeah, he really like Veggie Tales, another thing. Uh, I tweeted out earlier this week oh my gosh. about how people were probably like, how do we keep... How, how sad do we, does he look in this picture? He looks like he's crying. Like, how do we teach kids about Jesus? Anthropomorphic vegetables. And apparently someone told me that the reason they made them vegetables is because they were too lazy to draw the limbs. So they were like, do you know what doesn't have arms and legs? Vegetables. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like, there was not a lot of effort into that. Not a lot at all. Like, I actually have VeggieTales nightmares. I believe that. Like, didn't... And it was, like, weird how, like, they only married in their type. 
didn't they? It was only like the broccoli and the broccoli got that is together. True. Like, like what are they teaching children? Oh man! And they they got together and they made a little broccoli. Separate the vegetables. Yeah, some vegetable supremacy going. Oh, it was the asparagus. It wasn't broccoli. Oh. It was the asparagus. And then there was like a random woman who was a blueberry. I don't remember that. Like, bitch, that's not a vegetable. I mean, Bob the tomatoes and fruit. like. Like, the baby carrot and the blueberry are, like, bigger than the tomato. Yeah, don't put too much thought into that. But then there's, like, a pea who's, like, realistically sized. Like, in theory, the blueberry lady should be as big as the pea. Also, the, like, asparagus kid is wearing a hat and everyone else is naked. The asparagus dad has like a monocle and a bow tie. And then the blueberry woman is fully clothed. Uh, cause I think she's supposed to be fat and they like think that's gross. So they have to like <laughs> cover that up. Cause I don't know. Yeah. If, if you've never watched veggie tales, I'm sure there's like one on YouTube. Just like give it like five minutes and then, pause it and start laughing because it's a weird piece of gold i think they were on lsd when they made it apparently one of them is named khalil i thought you were gonna say one of them's named caligula um there's an episode oh my god they're still making them yeah because you make bank off those because it costs 10 bucks to make (laughs) there's an episode called the gourds must be crazy <laughs> oh my gosh. Um <laughs> the, the the new one coming out uh The Wonderful Blueberry World Lives of Matter Autotainment. I wonder if that one's about masturbation. That would be bizarrely like adult for VeggieTales. Larry Boy and the Rumor Weed. The toy that saved Christmas. That was that was only two thousand seven. Wow. Yeah. I feel like that was way before then. There's no way that was two thousand seven. <laughs> Dave and the giant pickle, which might also be a porno. That would be yeah, seriously. Um. Wow. Yeah, I. S- there's one named Snoodle Do. God, I this wonder is what so kind bad. of vegetable that is. Remember, like, youth group kids used to think it was super cool to uh, sing the cheeseburger song? Yes. Does that make them cannibals if they're food eating food? Like, what if there's a pickle on that cheeseburger? I don't... Like, you dipped your buddy in vinegar and ate him? Yep. Yeah, I I don't think you really read too deep into that stuff. It, It doesn't really hold up very well. Wait, wasn't it... So the first episode they made in 1993, and then it took until 1995 to make the second one, and then after that, they didn't make one until 2004, according to this. Weird. Dr. Jiggle. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That one's about the dangers of twerking, I think. (laughs) Ready? It's from the episode Dr. Jiggle and Mr. Sly. Uh. 
That that's also a porno. There's one named Miriam. Like they're all like all of their names are like Miss Blueberry. <laughs> Larry the cucumber and then just Miriam. Yeah, they they really ran out of ideas. Yeah, I can't believe like there was this and then wasn't there like some like creepy mustache guy like what was his name? You know who I'm talking about, right? He even went to creation. Wait, are you talking about Bible Man? No. I don't remember Bible Man. Yeah, the I think the same people that made uh VeggieTales tried to make one for like like teens that was like it was like a superhero, but he used the Bible for I don't understand how he had superpowers though. But yeah, it was like they made like action figures and they like tried to make it a thing when you're a creation and it was just like so corny. No, I'm thinking of this guy and he kind of looked like Wario. He was like a mechanic or a plumber or something. <laughs> you don't remember which guy I'm talking about? Not even a little. He was like a like a some kind of like blue collar man who like taught children about Jesus. Oh, there is a Wikipedia sub article Christian children's television shows. <laughs> the 700 Club. <laughs> 321 Penguins. Oh my goodness. Oh, there's Bible Man. There's one called Booples. Uh. The Candy Store. The Candy Shop? <laughs> it's very close to being something very not Christian. <laughs> Jelly Telly. Oh. Um. This is really. I'm. It's gonna bother me so much. What was the one like the radio show Adventures in Odyssey? There was that, but that's not what I'm thinking of. Um. I don't know. I was I wasn't around for this stuff. <laughs> yes, you were. I really because you were wasn't. like around this stuff longer than I was. But like, I didn't get that deep into it. Like. I just, like, was on, like, awkward surface stuff. I was only into it because of my weird homeschool friends. Like, their parents would make them listen to it. The Gospel Bill Show. You're just looking down this. This is so bad. <laughs> K-10-C. The Kids' Ten Commandments. Are the Ten Commandments for children, like, different than the Ten Commandments for yes. adults? Because you can't tell kids what adultery is. <laughs> That's another whole thing. Uh, we don't have time. <laughs> we just don't. Okay, well, this is going to bother me for forever. He had, like, glasses, and I think he might have, like, ridden in a motorcycle sidecar. Uh, I he got was nothing. definitely a pedo. No doubt about that. <laughs> His name is Super Steve. That's it. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm at a loss here. And yeah. it's going to bother me all night. Dr. Wonder's Workshop. <laughs> Again, also porno. Captain Noah and his magical arc. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible boat? No, I... This is so upsetting. Okay, I'm giving up. All right. 
All right. How long have we been going? Uh, like an hour and five minutes. Should we call it? I think we should. All right. <laughs> this is the Extreme Facts Podcast.